0: Hello, listeners. It's Kimberly with a couple of content warnings. This episode contains a reclaimed homophobic slur that starts with the letter Q, discussion of emotional character bleed and mental health, and reference to war and loss, although not in detail. And now, on to the podcast. You are listening to "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," the world's most out-of-character baseball podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Dauber, and I use she/her pronouns. Today, I am not a baseball in the sky with a microphone. I am out of character as a podcaster and a baseball fan living in Boston, Massachusetts. And the reason I'm out of character today is that we are going to talk about role-playing. Lots of people in Blazeball love to do role-play, or RP. It's basically pretending to be various characters, along with other community members who are also role-playing as other characters. And it is super fun. I do it on the show when I pretend to be a ball in the sky with a microphone. But there are also some risks associated with it, and... I thought the Blaseball community would appreciate having some podcast episodes about those risks. So that's why today we are going to start a three-part series called Out of Character, Safe and Healthy Roleplaying. These three episodes all came from one interview with a couple members of the Blaseball Roleplay community. Today we're going to talk about emotional bleed... Next Wednesday, we're going to do Grounding and Disconnection. And two Wednesdays from now, we're going to talk about Canon and Character Ownership. Now, even if you don't do roleplay yourself, I really encourage you to listen anyway. Because after all, all the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances and one man in his time plays many parts. So while you listen, think about what roles you play in your life and how this episode might apply to them. Okay, we'll get to the discussion in just a moment, but first, we've got a listener's soul scream. Listeners, today's soul scream goes out from Shoe Thieves fan Captain Stubbs 1 to J. Walter Weatherman. J. Walter Weatherman, here is your soul scream Captain Stubbs 1, thank you so much for sending in that soul scream. It was lovely. Listeners, remember that you too can dedicate a soul scream to one of your fellow baseball fans by emailing it to baseballpodcast at gmail.com. And now, back to the episode. Hello, listeners. This is Kimberly Dauber. Today, I'm not a Blazeball with a microphone in the sky. I'm just me, Kimberly Dauber here to talk about safe and healthy role-playing. Today we've got two guests. Our first guest is Pigeon. Pigeon, thank you for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, Pigeon, can you tell us what should we call you? What are your pronouns? And is the commissioner doing a great job?
1: I am Pigeon both on and offline, so that keeps things pretty short and sweet. I use they, them pronouns. And since this is out of character, I can tell you that the commissioner is not just doing a great job, but a fantastic job.
0: Wonderful. Thank you, Pigeon. And Pigeon, what's your role in the Blaseball role-playing community?
1: I moderate the Discord server that serves as a hub for people running Twitter accounts, be that for players, teams as a whole, or completely original NPCs that they have created.
0: Wow. All right. Thank you for coming. Uh, We've also got our second guest here. That would be Connor. Connor, thank you for joining us as well. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Connor, same questions. What should we call you? What are your pronouns? And is the commissioner doing a great job? Uh, Well, it's been
2: mentioned. You can call me Connor. That's great. Uh, My pronouns are he, him. And yeah, uh, as I have no in-character qualms holding me back, the commissioner is just (laughs) doing great, uh, doing even better than great.
0: Wonderful. And Connor, what's your role in the baseball role-playing community?
2: I run the Twitter account for uh, former Hades Tiger player Paula Turnip, now on the Seattle garages.
0: Fantastic. And I think you also both have other background with role playing and trying to keep people healthy and safe while they're doing such things. Can you each uh, go a little bit into your own personal background about your experience in this area? Maybe Connor go first and then Pigeon
2: yeah sure. Um, so I've been involved on and off with role playing communities for the past six years as a GM, a player, and I used to moderate some forums. In addition, this is not quite role playing, but I have been involved in theater, including originating my own characters. Outside of role play, uh, I do offer sensitivity reading and diversity trainings, which is a lot of where I find my experience comes in keeping communities safe, having difficult discussions, um, and being able to resolve your differences and things that are, maybe things that people don't want to talk about or people don't know how to talk about, um, in mature and calm ways.
0: Wow, that's. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming, Connor. We're very lucky to have you here. Of course. Uh, Pigeon, what about you? What's your experience been like in this area?
1: Um, I've been involved, like Connor, in theater since I was probably about 10. I've also been involved in online RP since I was probably about 15 and more so in tabletop RPG spaces since 2018, early 2019, including running official... Adventures League sessions in our local game store, and thus learning how to collaborate with groups of people I don't necessarily know outside of that space. I also have, outside of the the Ball server, some moderation experience running as a server mod for a DD podcast whose Patreon server sits currently at about 1,200 people.
0: Wow. That's a lot of moderation that is and stuff. Really impressive. I <laughs> might even say that your moderation is, well, not in moderation. <laughs> I'm really cold my yeah. Um. Okay. Well, thank you again, both, for coming. Just to reframe our discussion today, we are here to talk about how to do role play in a safe and healthy way. Uh, and since I'm not the expert here, I want to give you two a chance to frame the conversation. So, Connor, why is this entire topic on a grand scale important to discuss? Because You know, sorry to play devil's advocate, but some people might say, well, it's just playing pretend. What's so dangerous about that?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a fair way to start. Uh, And especially because so much of the baseball community is funny sort of bit characters that are based in a joke. It can be easy to not even assume that it would affect your outside life. But we can see how much of an impact the events of baseball can have on people outside of the game. As a Tiger, there was a lot of grief and emotions that were running very high when two of our players, including the Tiger's captain, were incinerated in the same inning. Mm. So imagine taking that sort of emotion, but putting themselves in the position of someone who has, for example, experienced that loss, So as much fun as it is, uh, there are definitely elements of all roleplay, but especially the, you know, danger (laughs) um, for the players that can be difficult to deal Mm -hmm. with if you're not uh, paying attention to it.
1: We've got a lot of people who are coming from those tabletop RPG backgrounds, but tabletop RPGs they tend to be condensed into you've got, you know, maybe a three-hour window once a week where you're sat down at a table in condensed into a specific space, a specific time frame. Whereas, aside from the weekend breaks, baseball is always on. And I think a lot of people feel this pressure where they feel they cannot step away for fear of missing something. Something happens to that character while they're gone.
2: Yeah, I always joke that um, the minute I go to take my daily run, something horrible happens in Blaseball. And that uh, the fear of of missing something is definitely something that makes it difficult to, you know, step away.
0: Well, this is great discussion. Before we get too deep into it, I want to just orient any listeners who aren't as familiar with role playing in Blaseball, because some people might have stumbled upon this podcast episode without really knowing what's going on on Twitter and what's mm-hmm. going on in the Blaseball role play discord. So uh, Pigeon, could you do us a big favor and summarize what exactly is going on with role play in the place ball fandom? What form does it take? How do people participate? What's up with that?
1: Much like TTRPGs, it's an input-output system where the characters and the, the people behind those characters are reacting to something that is coming from a quote-unquote higher power. So probably should have mentioned this earlier, but I also run the Richmond Harrison and Polkadot Patterson accounts on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are responding to what happens in the game. Beyond that, we are also creating uh, relationships between characters, character interactions. We are giving these characters a little bit more flesh and blood, if you will, than just the, the randomly generated letters on a screen.
0: Hey there, listeners. It is me, Kimberly. So here's what's going on. I have a lot of hubris. So at first, I thought I could do this entire topic in just one episode. Ha! Huh, that was not true. But it was my original intent, so that means I didn't build breaks into the interviews. So for this series, I'm just going to be cutting in at the episode midpoints to give our brains a short break from these heavy conversations. For today's break, I'm just going to play some soothing music for a little bit, and then we'll get back to the conversation. Don't go away. We'll be right back. right listeners that was the break thanks for sticking with us and for chilling out now let's get back to the episode thank you pigeon um today we're going to talk about a couple of different issues that pigeon and connor have seen coming up in the baseball role-playing community we're going to talk about emotional bleed today so can you give a a one or two sentence description of just what Bleed is, in case someone's never
2: heard of it before? Um, Yeah, Bleed is any time you are feeling the emotions of a character who you are playing. It can not only be negative, I know that we talk about it negatively with the grief of what happened, for example, with Jalen, but it can also be really positive, like if something great is happening, your character is super happy, And then that will bleed over and perhaps you'll be having a better day. So it is just any sort of emotional bypass between you and your character.
1: I have in the past, and I think when I was speaking to you guys prior to recording as well, used one specific visual where I look at bleed as a little bit like the dropping Mentos into a bottle of Diet Coke science experiment or whatever that we a lot of people did in in elementary school <laughs> where you can just take the one mento and drop that straight into the bottle and that's that's a very limited that's a contained reaction it still happens but it's not as dramatic and ideally I think we want to see that being the approach taken. we want to give people the tools to say, hey I've been given a problem I've been given a mento. Let's drop it in now. Let's clean up the mess as it is localized. But what we tend to see introduced is we quite often took and we stuck a sheet of paper over the mouth of that bottle and then popped seven or eight Mentos into a tube and pulled the sheet. So it was a much bigger, more dramatic explosion, if you will. And I think that's something we see happening a lot.
0: Mm. Yeah, I've definitely experienced this. I'm also a theater person and... I also have originated characters in shows, well, in one particular show, I was the second person to ever play a character, and they were very overconfident, very arrogant, and they also cared a lot about what people thought of them, and this bled over into me, and it was questionable.
2: I definitely, also due to theater experiences, uh, I was the first person to ever originate a character who was a soldier in uh world war ii so Mm -hmm. i'm going to you know leave the details out of that because i feel like that says enough um but the play did eventually culminate in the character's death um and going over time and time again the heartbreak that the character was feeling uh, leaving behind family, uh, leaving behind friends, was something that was just worrying and, and heartbreaking. And while I knew that it was what the character was feeling, it would make it difficult to say goodbye to my castmates, feeling like, well, mm. almost as if it was the character's emotions of, what if this is the last time that we leave them behind?
0: So I want to go back to I want to go back to Pigeon's Mentos analogy. So when it Pigeon, it sounded like you were saying that bleed generally happens and emotions go back and forth between us and our characters, but sometimes they get what bottled up or compressed and then they all come out at once. And that has been happening in Blaseball to, to a certain extent
1: yeah we've definitely seen it a fair bit, and again, more so, I think during the season where Jalen came back and we were suddenly experiencing loss at a much higher volume than we had since I think the book was open, and at that point, we had not put as much characterization into these characters that the Twitter sphere was not as active. Mm. I think there is an internalized shame to having feelings about.
2: Mm -hmm. a character and Mm -hmm.
1: the art we therefore create because the reality is it it is art Mm -hmm. nothing is ever created without putting emotion into it we're going to find connection one way or the other Mm -hmm. and as a community we need to look at, at jumping over those hurdles of feeling like i can't be impacted like this because it's not real because we are putting something real into it the moment you are putting your feelings your emotions into it 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 is something real.
2: And I definitely think that that shame partially comes from the fact that it is Blaseball and it is on some level very silly. Um, and there are many characters that are being played and being lost. I mean, Moody Cookbook was a sentient book. And all of a sudden you you've gone from, oh, this is a bit of a joke to I am actually feeling genuinely hurt by by the fact that a character that I've really gotten to know and love is gone in some way. Um, and then there is that shame of, well, maybe I should just get over it because it's just a, a book, like, that's silly. Why am I feeling so much about this? Um, and then that kind of results in packing down those emotions and not wanting to let yourself feel them because there's some level of, of of shame and and that it's not respectable to be emotional about this thing.
0: Wow. Thank you both very much for your contributions. Okay. So we've talked about what emotional bleed is a whole bunch and also how it manifests in the baseball community, how it's enhanced by this community of people who are also playing with you there's also the shame aspect of being so invested in the art that you're making about something that's kind of silly. And then there's also this Mentos effect of things getting packed down, which can often enhance feelings and make them well, either better or worse. Hey, listeners, it's me, Kimberly, dropping in again to say that that's all we've got for the episode today. I thought it was a pretty good stopping point, so we're going to call it a day. Again, this is the first episode of a three-part series about safe and healthy role-playing. This time we talked about emotional bleed, and next time we'll get into grounding and ways to deal with that bleed. That's all for today. You can find our guests on Twitter... Connor is there at UC Bamba. That's the letter U, the letter C, B-A, M as in Mother, B A. And you can also find him as Paula Turnip at turnip on Blaze. Connor also has a horror podcast called Underwood that you can check out on Twitter at Pitch Library. You can find Pigeon on Twitter at Angry Bookseller. And you can also find them as Polka Dot Patterson at the Dot Ball. And as Richmond Harrison at Richmond Harris 4. All that's in the show notes, where you can also find some fantastic resources on emotional bleed that Pigeon sent me just for you. Remember to subscribe to take me out to the blog game wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Twitter at Pod. Email us at BlazeballPodcast at gmail.com. And if you get the chance, tell a friend about the show. I bet they'll be happy you did. I'm Kimberly Dauber, and you've been listening to Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Thank you for participating in the cultural event of Blaseball.